Well, okay, okay. I boo-booed. <laughs> I didn't hit the button. Hang on, everybody. Firefox News Online is... Oh, sorry about the the feedback there. Let's try this again. Now, let me see. I've got it. I've, I've got uh, this, that. Um, uh, wait a minute. Let me check this thing here. Oh, I see what I didn't do. My bad. Okay. Let's try this again. Uh, click there. Click there. Click there. Got that. Okay. Fine. Looks good there. Looks good there. Okay. Here comes the intro. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, time for the all-important talking points. <sighs> you know, somehow I, I get the feeling... Today is just turning into a weird day. All right. So what's going on? Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Let me... Um... There. Turn down my cell phone because I have to... Uh, I'm going to be moving around a lot. So I'm not going to be on camera just yet. For those of you uh, wondering where the hell George is on camera, I'm doing my talking points live, if you haven't noticed. All right. So let's see here. Bear with me while I fix this. Okay. So... Here's the deal, and hopefully you can hear me okay. Seems uh, Nancy Pelosi is looking to, um, how can I put this? Oh, yeah. She wants to form a January 6th committee or something, or commission or something on her own after it didn't gain any traction in the Senate. I mean, is Miss Pelosi that naive? Is she that stupid? Well, if the answer, if you said yes to that to those questions, uh, guess what? <laughs> you would be right. So, I have to wonder how many martinis did she have to have before she made that decision? On some subliminal note of stupidity, 
everybody keeps saying that Trump is responsible for what happened. You might get some feedback. There, turn my speakers down. I had to come back to the desk because I forgot something. See, one of the stark realities is January 6th was Antifa. And I suspect BLM had a hand in it too. The strong arm of the Democrats. Okay? So, what I'm trying to ascertain in all of this is why are they so quick to want to do this? Didn't two failed impeachment trials in the Senate teach them anything? I mean, seriously. They, they, yes, they got their impeachment in the Congress, but when it came time for them to get the Senate trial victory, they became the biggest choke artists on the planet. We all know this. So I kind of wonder, what exactly are the Democrats thinking that they're going to succeed with this now? Hmm. Well, they could try. Oh, yes, they could try. But, and quite frankly, I don't see how. There's, there's, there's so many things that these Democrats have failed at since they stole the election of 2020, which, by the way, I'm going to get into another part of my talking points with that. It seems the audit process is growing by leaps and bounds. It is growing and growing. What Arizona has started is becoming a bigger to-do than they bargained for, and boy, am I glad. Now, the Constitution makes no provisions for certain things, and guess what? There's nothing in the Constitution that says Donald Trump cannot be reinstated. All right? There's nothing there that says he cannot be reinstated. So, the question I have for America is simple. What exactly is it going to take to put these Democrats behind the eight ball for stealing the election? They didn't get their hands slapped, like Gunslinger keeps pointing out, but it's coming back to bite them in the ass anyway. They're seeing these audits as retribution 
they're seeing these audits as the people fighting back. Now, more than ever, I stand by what I've been saying all along. The Democrats would be foolish to attempt to steal it again or attempt it again. Because now they are getting their hands slapped because of the audits. These audits represent a fundamental shift in the balance of power. Now, as I said, the um, the uh, United States Constitution, there's nothing in it that says Donald Trump cannot be reinstated. So guess what? If the state's audits find, excuse me, I have to sneeze. Sorry about that. I had to give you some dead air for a moment while I sneezed. I hate when that happens because it interrupts my thought, my train of thought on something, but not this time. You see... This, this is where history meets reality, where we the people see things far better than the Democrats want us to, because the reality is the Democrats are getting their hands slapped and slapped hard. Now, I want you to all think about that for a moment. Think long and hard on this. Because now is the opportunity we've all been waiting for. the opportunity to see the Democrats finally get their comeuppance. These audits are the hand slap. These audits are going to hopefully see things reversed and potentially lead to Donald Trump returning to the White House. question also becomes now, how much time will he have in the White House? Well, he did some really great and wonderful things when he was in there for four years. The Democrats didn't like it, though. I suspect they're not going to like the fact that all these states are auditing and finding irregularities and finding all these votes that should have been Trump's, but somehow became Biden's. The hand slap is there in the audits, and more states are jumping on the bandwagon. 
see someone getting their hand slapped may not happen that moment when you want it to, but when it does, <laughs> it can hurt. Oh, baby, can it hurt big time. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast everywhere globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Okay, America. I'm back at the desk. Oh, you want to see me at the desk? Hold on. on. I think I I can arrange that. Uh, wait, wait a minute. One second. Uh, forgot to turn something on here. I forgot to turn on the studio light on the other side of the desk. <sighs> now, voila. The face that scares Democrats, I hope. All right, America. We are live, large, and in charge from our studios here in the Hudson Valley. Now, let me see here. All right, Mike is here. Funny. No sign of gunfire yet. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? Whoop. Might help if I turn my speaker back up. Actually, I think I'll put my headphones on so I can hear really good. Uh, so hang on one second. I don't know why I'm not hearing anything. Okay. Mike, are you with me? Problem with the hand slap, George. Well, I mean, look, my dad, my dad went to um, a Catholic school with the nuns, right? And you know what they like to do okay. when you were bad, right? Pick up that ruler and slap you across the knuckles. Oh, hell. So, <laughs> kind of like what they did in, uh, in the Blues Brothers to Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. One good rap in the knuckles. Yeah. Whap! Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I heard about that. Yeah. Actually, uh, when I was little, giving my mother a hard time outside of the Assumption Church in Peekskill, then priest Father Ansbro introduced me to one of the nuns and said to my mother, you know, Mrs. Sinzer, we could very, we could help you get your son into Catholic school if you'd like him to learn how to respect his elders, especially his mother and father. Uh, 
Sister, and he turns to the nun and he says, Sister, would you show, introduce George to some of the students and uh, introduce him to certain things that when you break the rules, you get introduced to. Now, of course, Father Ansborough was a kind gentleman, but he knew how to kind of scare the, the, the living daylights out of you if you didn't listen to your mother and father. So I go into this classroom. These kids are sitting there. Now, the kids, apparently there, there was a, a buzzword to trick them into showing fear. So this way, you know, because they, they, they didn't use the rulers and stuff like, the, you know, they did back when your, your dad was in school. But she had a ruler, a nice wooden ruler, sitting on her desk. And she picked it up quick. And she said, who here has been misbehaving again? And all of a sudden, every kid's face started turning and they looked scared to death. Of course, now I'm a kid. I don't. I could. I didn't know at the time that what they were doing was uh, well uh, faking. What did I know? I was just a kid. And I saw that ruler, and I went running out that room. You want to see it? You, you could see smoke coming off my shoes. That's how fast I got the hell out of that classroom. <laughs> Didn't give my mother any more trouble after that. Can't imagine why. Uh, certainly, certainly <laughs> didn't have anything to do possibly with a nun and a ruler and my knuckles being introduced to the ruler. Uh, that's a possibility, and uh, one I'm glad never happened. Uh, but the thought of it happening is still ringing in my head loud and clear, even after all these years. Well, yeah, Mike, I do understand that. Trust me, I do, 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 do indeed. <laughs> but you think, I mean, I'm looking at a number of Democrats that are supposedly Catholics, right? And <laughs> including the alleged vice president, right? Who got in, who we all know how he got what about, in the office. What about the alleged president? Yeah, let's, I'm, into, I'm interested in the alleged president. Catholic. Yeah, he's supposedly yeah. Catholic. And I'm assuming that he's of that age, he's seven. He's about the same age as my dad, all right? He's in his 70s, whatever. And, you know, I would assume that he went, yeah, my dad, my mom and my dad are the same, born in 1942, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, yes. So anyway, I mean, and I would assume <laughs> being Catholic, there's a great chance that Joe Biden somehow ended up in a Catholic school. And had to deal yep. with the nuns. Yep. You know, and so he would know. Well, maybe not. Maybe not in his state right now, but maybe a few years back, he could remember 
what it was like to be in said Catholic school, dealing with the nuns. So, and that's what's headed for him now, with the uh, with these uh, the audit in Arizona and the possible one in Georgia and Pennsylvania, and and that type of stuff, you know. So that's it's headed right for him, and and you know he can't. Democrats can't see it, and he can't. They don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, before we go too far, I want to say howdy-do to Cherokee Rose, tuning in by way of twitch.tv. Hello, Cherokee Rose. I trust your day is a little better than, uh, than a little bit better. Uh, hopefully everything is going well. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, I can put a smile on your face. Make you laugh. So we'll try that. See if it works. Yeah, but no, Mike, look, Biden claims to be Catholic, right? He claims to be this wonderful Catholic who can do no wrong. (laughs) Right. He's got the Catholic Church practically coming down around his head, brick by brick, because of his stance on abortion. The boy doesn't seem to get it. Maybe a nun should go to the White House, go into the Oval Office, tell him to get from behind the Resolute Desk, have him sit down in a chair in front of her and then take a wooden ruler and whap the old Catholic school discipline. And while wrapping his knuckles with a ruler, telling him, you stole. You broke one of the Ten Commandments. You cheated. <laughs> That's still breaking the Ten Commandments. You lied. I believe that also <laughs> violates one of the Ten Commandments. Uh, you get the idea here, buddy? I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's not rocket science. Well, the problem with that, George, is this. Do you really think that in his current condition uh, that Biden would understand what the nun was trying to impart to him? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, okay. Look, you and you and I we're 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 reasonable common sense thinking in adults. We have a brain that works. The problem is Democrats like Joe Biden, their brains are stuck on stupid. They're stuck on stupid. They haven't even figured out how, probably how to use a godforsaken toilet yet. 
they're probably still potty training in mo- if, 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 the way they act because they act like a bunch of crybabies. Sitting there going, ah, 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 no, the Republicans beat our, beat our, our people for the people act. Ah. Well, that's another thing that happened today. They needed to, they needed a 60 vote threshold. It was split down the middle. That voter bill went up in smoke. And rightfully so. Oh, wait, wait, did you hear this? Oh, and Kamala Kamalto is vowing to keep fighting. Like, that's really going to make a damn difference. All right. It's time, once again, for everybody... To get on the oh wait a minute that's isn't you know I I start saying that once before I seem to recall a WWE wrestler back in the day when it was known as WWF calling people to board the ho train well that's what Kamala <laughs> Harris wants people to do she wants everybody to climb on board the ho train why not she's the biggest hoe in town that's the problem with that though the problem with that George is that's a broken down train because it's been off the tracks for God knows how long oh trust me that train was de- that, that train was derailed the day she got into politics. Okay, seriously. Uh, let me see here. Boy, Gunslinger's been doing a lot of posting in the FFNO, but I ain't seen him show up yet. I don't know. I have to. Uh, he probably, you know, it's possible he did. He probably went to Wally World. Yeah. He. Uh, oh, I like he this. Liked, I like this. Oh, go ahead. He, I, he maybe had it off to get him another cheesecake. He loves his cheesecake. Well, I hope he remembers to, uh, you know, to to get to, get, to see if, her, if his cheesecake has sisters. Oh, I, mean, I got to sneeze again. Okay, I had to turn my mic off because the, the 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 level of which that I sneeze is so loud, people's eardrums would have been they, they would have been going. Please make him stop! My ears are bleeding. Uh.
know. Anyway, now my sinuses are clogged a little. Uh, that sucks. It's the season. Uh, my allergies don't like me, folks. Bear with me. Um, I want to show something here real quick uh, on the video side. And, and the word liberal, by the way, is an acronym. Um, it is an acronym that I think Everyone can certainly agree. And, oh, and by the uh, uh, and, and and Cherokee Rose, it is always a pleasure to see you here as well. Glad to see you uh, in the audience. And uh, Cherokee Rose says that her hubby loves cheesecake too. Hmm. Well, I think everybody does. Especially every red-blooded American male loves cheesecake. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I should behave myself. I really should. I don't want Maybe to imply anything. Maybe we should send one of those nuns to your house, George. <laughs> Probably. That's just what I need. A freaking penguin walking through my front door, floating in the air, going, present your knuckles, young man. Yeah, definitely not a good idea. (laughs) So I think we'll try to avoid it if at all possible. Uh, let me see here. Uh, where is? Oh, here it is. So let's see. All right. Now, folks, I'm telling you right now. The word liberal, and I'm going to read this out because of the people listening by way of the internet radio sites. Thanks, Mike. Have a nun visit me. Boy, I'm going to remember you for that, you know. <laughs> Be careful. I may have. I may ask. A, I may ask some of the nuns around here to go visit you. You know. <laughs> so you better be on your best behavior, sir. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so Gunslinger posted this in the Firefox News Online News and Topic uh, Group Messaging uh, Room, Um, and it is the acronym of the word LIBERAL. LIBERAL stands for Lazy Ignorant Bastard. Hold on a second, I'm... There we go. Yeah. Lazy, ignorant bastard exuding racism and lies. Let me read that again, because I'm sure there's a Democrat out there who's sitting there going, 
Uh-uh, uh-uh, that's a lie, that's a lie. We're not lazy, we're not ignorant, bastards exuding racism and lies. Oh, wait a minute, I just told a lie, never mind. I mean, come on. It's as simple as the nose on my face. Liberals are lazy, ignorant bastards exuding racism and lies. Hell, they founded the KKK, for God's sakes. What more do you want? Uh, oh, uh. Oops. Wrong thing. Huh? Sorry about that, folks. Those of you watching on the video side. And Cherokee Rose is like, so true. It is. They're, they're a bunch of lazy, ignorant bastards exuding racism and lies. That's their munch. That's, that's, their, that's their standard. That's what they do. <sighs> I don't know. I just don't know. But then again, what do you expect? They're liberals. They're idiots. They're freaking morons. They haven't got the brains God gave them. Or was it Satan giving them brains that are defective? I don't know. Take your pick. All right. So, according to the Gateway Pundit, Senate Republicans block voting rights bill. Kamala Harris vows to keep fighting. Hey, camel toe, it's over. Drop it. Because obviously 10 Democrats sided with the... The Democrats couldn't get 10 Republicans to side with you, which is shocking, actually. I'm surprised that Lisa Murkowski and uh, Susan Collins and a couple of others didn't vote with the Democrats. You know, Mike? Yeah. I'm really surprised, I'm surprised. by that. But they, they have a nasty habit know, of, of doing that. They do, but then again, I mean, even they can see that this bill is bullshit. Or shall we say, bullshit? You know, now, I mean. Now, 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 Mike, 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 listen carefully, sir. If you're going to say that, too bad you don't have an audio board to do it with style like this. They are absolutely guaranteed, 100% USDA choice, full of bullshit. Yep. But that's, I mean, that's the point. That's the point. And, and, you know, I like to say grade A, but, again, there are different grades of, the, of it, and the best of the best usually gets put on, you know, your, your crops and stuff like that. But this is not what we're talking about. This is, this is low-grade stuff. This is... I don't know, you know. I mean, this this is 
this bill, we know what this bill was for, right? This wasn't so-called voter rights. This was to suppress votes. This was to basically partially, you know, had a lot to, probably had a lot to do with the uh, H.R. 1 trying to, trying to. That's what it was, uh, H.R. 1. It was H.R. 1. So, yeah, which was, which we all know what, what that was. That was trying to make this thing, this election, this stolen election, legal. Mm-hmm. And that and, it stand and, and, and make cheating a normal thing. So if somebody wanted yeah. to put in a hundred thousand dead people to voting, it'd be they'd it'd be allowed. If a person moved yeah. out of New I mean, York State and moved to California. Now they, they they told the the board of elections in there where they lived in New York. Listen, I moved to California. I'm no longer in New York. Take me off the voter rolls. Democrats stroking their chins ever so gently, going, "Sure, we can do that." And of course, we know it's total bullshit. So, you know, I mean, come on. It's it's not hard to figure out. Of course, they're not going to take the person off the rolls because they need the votes. Mm-hmm. For the People Act was all about. Hey, for instance, so, for instance, George, you know, let's just say for the sake of argument, you had the wherewithal and the financial wherewithal to decide to move out of the state. You would call them up yes, and say, Hey, yeah. You would call the you would call your local your mid Hudson or Hudson Valley uh whatever voter people and say, Hey, I'm That's moving county to, board of elections in my case. Yeah. Yeah, county board of elections, you call them up and say, I'm moving to I don't know, Massachusetts, let's say. Whatever X Y Z. No, no, I wouldn't go there. Choose whatever. No, no. no. Yeah, choose. I would, choose whatever. I would either choose go whatever. There, Louisiana, state. Texas, or North Carolina, yep. or South Carolina. Right. South Carolina. Preferably so, Texas. So, because then I can go down to where Gunslinger is and go, "Howdy, partner." <laughs> <laughs> but you would say, you call them up and say, "Hey, I'm moving to Texas." You know, and. Please take me off the voter rolls, rolls. But then again, being the liberals they are, and being that they're ruled by King Cuomo the first, second, you know, or shall we say, monkey tits, uh, yes. King Monkey Tits, uh, they would say, ah, I don't think so. You're going to stay on these voter rolls. That's how that's how those things work, you know. Yeah, and they wouldn't even tell you either. They just, they, they, they hang up the phone like, yeah, right, we're going to take you off the voter rolls. Not going to happen, pal. We need the votes here in New York. So screw you. You're still voting in New York. And this is why these, I mean, these audits are so important. Just think, just think of it this way. Uh, you know, they wouldn't allow... 
you know, when Rush Limbaugh, may he rest in peace, moved out of the state of of uh, New York, took his business with him, right? Uh, what did they do to him? They kept after him and after him, but basically collecting taxes from him, even though he no longer lived in the state. Right? That's how Damn. vindictive they, they, these they, guys They hounded are. him. Yes. That's how vindictive these some bitches are, you know? Mike, the one thing that, that bothers me about this is the fact that, you know, the Democrats thought they, they had a slam dunk with this For the People Act. Okay? So check this out. Let, let me read this story to, 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 to put the discussion in, in, in more, uh, to give the discussion a little bit more to work with. Now, the U.S. Senate on Tuesday blocked the For the People Act, in a 50-50 vote, every Republican voted no. The vote on the procedural motion to advance the bill needed 60 votes. The For the People Act would federalize elections, make ballot harvesting legal, and force states to let violent felons vote before, completely, before completing their sentence. The motion is not agreed to, Harris said, vowing to fight on. Kamala Harris said the fight is not over. Since Democrat lawmakers have failed to pass their sweeping elections reform bill, Joe Biden is working on a new strategy to make it easier for Democrats to steal elections. In March... Biden signed an executive order that would require federal agencies to expand access to voter registration, making it easier for Democrats to steal elections. It is the responsibility of the federal government to expand access to and education about voter registration and election information and to combat misinformation in order to enable all eligible Americans to participate in our democracy, the order read. So he signs this executive order, and really? Give me a break. Hey, gunslinger, I'll be damned. <laughs> He's here. Yes. How's he here? How you doing, boy? Yeah, good. You got back from Coden Corral, and I got out of the prison for a little while. Went over to the time eight, you know. Oh, Golden Corral. We used to have those here in the, here in my area. They, the last one closed. At least the one in my area closed. Yeah. Sucks really. The food is good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, all you can eat. Oh God and stuff. <laughs> oh God. All you can eat. Me yeah. and then all you can eat, I'd be popping buttons all the way out the door. They'd have to they'd have to literally throw me out the door because I, I, I Oh yeah. And all you can eat and all you can eat uh Chinese restaurant was bad enough. Golden Corral? 
<laughs> I'd be a, I'd make a pig of myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Gunslinger, Mike and I have been sitting here talking about this uh, For the People Act that went down in flames today. And Cameltoe is vowing to fight on. So the vote was an even split, 50-50. The Democrats couldn't even get Murkowski and Collins to side with them on this. I'm shocked that uh, Senator uh, Romney voted against it. The rhinos did the right thing for a change. That's surprising. That's really that's really surprising. I'm not sure exactly what they were voting on. I didn't keep up with it, but when you know when the fellow Democrats don't vote on it, you know it's got to be bad. Just right on the face, you know. It, it was that HR one that that Congress sent over to the Senate uh, for the People Act that would have federalized elections. Oh yeah, don't need that. Hell, they can't they can't even do shit. On anything else, you think they're going to do the right thing if they federalize elections? Really? How stupid can you get? But what do you expect? Birds of a feather flock together, don't they? (laughs) Oh, yeah. See, according to the Gateway Pundit, I don't know if you heard heard the story or not. If you came in after it was done... I'll just uh, hit the highlights here um, in regards to what, what it would have accomplished. The For the People Act would federalize elections, make ballot harvesting legal, and force states to let violent felons vote before completing their sentences. <laughs> thus making election stealing possible. And legal. It went down in in flames because they needed 60 votes to even begin the debate, and it it just didn't happen. It's it's not even 2024 yet, and they're already cheating. That's just another form of cheating, you know. That's, that's that's the Democrats' yeah, but it's, way. But they got of their hands slapped on it. Well, yeah, this time, yeah. But did it stop them? No. They continued to do it to try to get it pushed. You know, to get it, try to get it passed. So just like I said, they will continue anything they can do to cheat because they're born cheaters. Okay, that that should be clear by now. Okay, if they're willing to do this, federalize the election. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's a fucking joke. But it's obviously, it's another way and another form that they could cheat on. And they will continue to do it. Because they're that fucking stupid. These people are, they make a box of rocks look smart. You know? <laughs> you know how dumb a box of rocks is? That's pretty fucking dumb. Jeez. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, well check this out, Gun. And, 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 let me uh, see if I can 
might help if I put my glasses on. You know, folks, <laughs> I got brand new glasses, right, that allow me to, to read things on the screen more effectively, and I keep forgetting to put the stupid things on my face. George. <sighs> George. Yeah, I know, I know. It's it's terrible. <laughs> Don't send the Your mind slipping. Your mind slipping as slippery as it, as it may as it may be. It's still you still got a better mind than oh I don't know the alleged president. Well, I appreciate that. I think. <laughs> well, let's see here. I'll play this clip first. And then I'll read the, uh, the a corresponding story that goes along with it. So let's turn that up. And here we go. The Arizona audit is entering what will likely be its final week, and volunteers are working overtime to complete the paper examination portion of the audit. One America's Christina Bob has more from Phoenix. Expect the audit to end before the end of June, and it looks like they're on track to do so. They've confirmed that they expect all the scanning and quality control measures to be completed by June 26. The chain link fence housing the ballots that have been both counted and scanned, which is right here below the press box, has drastically increased the number of ballots it contains, which is a good sign. It also confirms the timeline that the audit will likely wrap up this week. Other states continue to visit the Arizona audit to learn from what the Senate is doing. Washington State sent another delegation to visit and to learn exactly what the auditors are looking for. Indiana visited the audit last week. The Arizona audit continues to grow in popularity as both Pennsylvania and Wisconsin are considering conducting their own audits. If you would like to see audits in either Pennsylvania or Wisconsin, reach out to Jake Corman or Dave Argall in Pennsylvania and Robin Voss and Christopher Capanega in Wisconsin. If you'd like to contribute to the efforts to audit other states, you can do so at voicesandvotes.org, which is an organization I started with Chanel Rion. From Veterans Memorial Coliseum, I'm Christina Bob, One America News, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Turn that down. Okay. Now, what goes along in line with this story, with, with, with the clip you just heard, is this story from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania State Senator Argyle backs 2020 audit with subpoena power. Now, according to One American News, Pennsylvania State Senator David Argyle announced his support for a full forensic audit of the 2020 elections in his state. In a statement, Argyle said he supports an Arizona-style audit in Pennsylvania due to the growing evidence of violations that could have changed election outcomes. Argall asserted such an audit would be backed by the subpoena power of his state government committee. Election integrity activists have called on Argall to authorize the audit immediately. In a tweet from the Arizona Republican Party, Arizona's audit is inspiring other states. Pennsylvania considers sending out subpoenas for election materials. Tony, Tony Shoup, 
of Audit the Vote PA warned an uphill battle was ahead for the state to push for an election audit as she believes many officials are in opposition to cover up their role in the election fraud. We know that we have legislators that are for it. Obviously, some of ours visited Arizona last week and came back with a plan in place. But this is not going to be easy, she explained. The other side is not just going to roll over and give it to us. I believe a lot of them know what they did. Argall went on to say the decision to begin the audit couldn't be made in the coming weeks, adding right now a Pennsylvania audit is a real possibility. That's and 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 that I believe if I'm not mistaken, Pennsylvania is a key battleground state, guys. Well, okay. I mean, he, you know, it was one of the six, George. It was one of those six states that there was, there was a bunch of, uh, shall we say, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, cheating, hanky panky, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was one of those states, and so yeah, they they absolutely should do a an audit there. Back to you. What do you think? What do you say, Gun? Well, you know, any state that, is, that they should all be audited because we know that there's there's clear evidence of voter fraud, okay? You'd have to be a fucking nut-nut fucking virus from fucking Mars not to realize that they they, that they cheated. They stole the election from President Trump. It, it's, it's the evidence is sitting on the end of your nose It's so much, Okay. That's how close and how much it is. You're blinded by the evidence. Ever heard of blinded by the light? One day you're blinded by the evidence. So, yeah, every one of them should have complete recall, okay, which you will find that President Trump legally and rightfully um, did the, won the presidency and gave him another year. Instead of four years, gave him another year for the Trump fucking trouble that they caused. It wasn't Trump. They caused it. There you go again. More cheating, cheat, cheat, cheat. That's their middle fucking name. So when you have mass cheating, well, again, if the little child doesn't get his hand spanked when he gets in the cookie jar, he just going to keep getting in that cookie jar because he thinks it's right because nobody's stopping him. It's like crime. If you don't take a bite out of crime, how are you going to stop crime? I mean, you're not going to stop it 100%, obviously. But if you don't do something to them, then the criminal thinks, well, hell, nobody, you know, beat my hand or shot me in the head. I'm just going to keep on doing it. So nobody's there to stop me. Go ahead. Uh, believe me when I tell you, with, with more states now, now looking at audits, it's becoming more and more obvious that the virtual hand slap is – happening, albeit a little late, 
but it's happening. Yeah, they're going to try and continue to cheat. I'll, I'll grant you that. But they're not getting anywhere with it, it looks like. You know, try as they might, it doesn't look like they're being very successful. As a matter of fact, I have an article right here that, that's going to put a smile on a lot of Trump supporters' faces and a lot of Americans' faces who see Joe Biden as a doddering old dunderhead and a complete failure. Even his approval rating is slipping down the toilet faster than, than a turd. But according to One American News, Boris Epstein, I'm hoping I pronounced his name right, says the Constitution doesn't prohibit Trump reinstatement. Now check this out, fellas. I found this very curious. Attorney Boris Epstein said the U.S. Constitution does not prohibit President Trump from being reinstated as president in the coming months. In a recent interview, Trump's former strategic advisor said it would not be impossible for the 45th president to return to the White House if election audits found that Joe Biden's victory was fraudulent. However, left-wing media outlets have claimed Trump's reinstatement was out of question simply because it has never happened before. Epstein described the Constitution as a negative rights document and argued because the document doesn't prohibit the decertification of an election, Trump's reinstatement would be legally possible. The Constitution doesn't speak to our ability or right to drive a car. It doesn't say anything about us going to the beach, but we can still go to the beach. The rights and statements, as well as processes not laid out in the Constitution, are assumed actually to be constitutional. Estian went on to say the 12th Amendment and Article 2 suggest individual states have the right to decertify an election, potentially changing their outcomes, and the issue will likely land in the Supreme Court. So the possibility of decertification, if these audits find that Biden's so-called win was in fact fraudulent, as we are all very well aware, uh, opens, opens a very real question, okay, and a very serious one. Um, and, it, and, and, and I'll refer back to, to what it says here, to what this man stated. You know, the, 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 the left-wing media, the, the left-wing mainstream media, uh, have claimed that Trump's reinstatement was out of the question simply because it has never happened before. Well, just because it's never happened before doesn't mean it cannot happen. And that's what's got Democrats scared to death because they know that, oh yeah, they got away with cheating the 2020 election. Well... At least they did for the moment. Now they're finding out that these audits could lead to decertification, which means a reversal, which means 
reinstatement of President Donald John Trump. And that has them shaking in their boots because they know that there's no way they can, they, they can slap it down. There's no way they can stop it. The Trump train will steamroll right over them. And all that cheating that they do will not serve them well because they will have failed again. Mike? You heard me read this article. Yeah. You heard what what FBI well, yeah. had to say. So, talk to me. Oh well, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. And if it does, I mean, with what they're doing with trying the court and most of the justices, in fact, not all. In fact, in fact, I think all of the justices do not want that to happen. And the Democrats are trying to force that into happening and you know who's to say that if it does if all these states recertify and they get taken to court by the Democrats and whatever and the court says well you're doing there's a there's an act there's an axe to grind there George and the, the courts will grind that axe and grind it bigly you know and and, and and you know, and that's the thing. That's and that's that's another way. That's another way to hand slap these guys is for the yeah, yeah. They tr- we tried it earlier with you know the Texas lawsuit and all this, all this shit. You know that happened. That they they come back with some of it and say, well, we have you have no standing. Well, well. Who knows? Like I said, with the with the fact of what they want to try to do to reorganize, to quote, reorganize, end quote, the courts, you know, and the fact of the matter is we know what that's about, right? That's about court packing. That's about uh, not just court packing the Supreme Court, but court packing the, the district courts and the, the you know, and the other courts, you know, and so, and the courts of appeals and such like that. And, and basically undoing, I mean, basically the uh, Trump had fixed, has kind of fixed the Ninth Circus out there in California by some of the uh, appointments he's made to it, okay? He kind of fixed that. But they want, they want uh, they want all kinds of different you know all kinds of crappy liberal progressive rulings coming out of all courts, right? The reorganization of the courts is a big deal. So the, like I said, most of the justices on the Supreme Court don't want that, and if this case or a case like it makes it to the Supreme Court, there's a good chance you could see eight to one, seven to two, eight to one, nine to zero ruling for these audits. You know? Basically confirming these audits. What whatever result confirming the results of these audits. Thereby thereby giving a big hand slap 
and thereby reinstating Trump. You know, they wouldn't have a choice. Back to you, George. All right, Gunslinger. Well, you know, I've heard for the past few months that Trump might be reinstated somewhere around August this year, which is very possible because if all these audits come up and it's a clear indication that these fuckers cheated, they're going to have to do something because if they don't do anything, there might be a civil war in this country. Because I don't think the American people, the real patriots of this country, are going to put up with any more bullshit. Okay, we know that they cheated. They know that they cheated. Okay? And when it comes out, and it will, most of the time I'm right on these things, okay, by preponderance of the evidence. Okay? If there was no evidence, then, well, I guess we're fucked. But there is evidence in this case. <laughs> like I said, there's a whole goddamn Pikes Peak full of evidence, and that's 14,400 feet above sea level. Okay? There has to be a remedy. There may not be a remedy on the federal level, but when when the states have a right to nullify their votes, it's called states' rights, and when they nullify the votes, and they don't all have to do it. All they have to do is maybe, what, three, four states, or the, the key states, the swing states, and boom. And this time, the Supreme Court's going to have to fucking listen. They're going to have to rule, and they're going to have to rule in favor of President Trump. Throw that motherfucker that's out, you know, sleepy pedophile Joe and camel toe the hoe, throw them motherfuckers to the curb and reinstate the true and correct legal president, which is Donald J. Trump. Okay? We all know that. And like I said, give him another year. Instead of four years, make it five. Just for the fucking harassment that these motherfuckers have caused. Okay? So... I don't. I don't buy that. There's no legal ramification. There's got. There's always some type of legal something somewhere in the law, loophole. I don't care. Uh, 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 statue. I don't know. They. Uh, President Trump has got probably one of the best lawyer teams in the entire world, probably in the entire history. They know something that we don't. If not. The the, the 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 saying that you know he might be reinstated by August wouldn't be going around the internet, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting, and, and again, I think I'm going to be right because something's going to happen because we cannot leave a illegitimate president that just won hands down. We already did it once, remember, with Obama. He wasn't legitimate. Hell, he wasn't even a fucking citizen. At least President Trump's a citizen. <laughs> okay, so. Something's got to be done. If we don't, we, if it doesn't, we might as well just throw this fucking country down the fucking shithole, get rid of the Supreme Court, get rid of the presidency, and we'll have a king. Hail the king. Go ahead. Well, I, I think the uh, the reality of, of, of that is zero possibility. But let me let me throw let me throw a uh, question to you guys. <clears throat> we know the election was stolen. We know that. There's too much. There's there's way too much evidence pointing in that direction. These audits are coming up like gangbusters. 
So people are saying on, on the Internet that he could be reinstated by August, you're saying, Gunslinger. Um, that's, that's, that, that to me is a hopeful, uh, hopeful conversation. But unfortunately, and I hate to do this, but you know the, the reality is we can talk about it all we want on the Internet, here on this broadcast, you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, we have to, we have to, the process has to be seen through. Now, if these audits lead to decertification and it lands in the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has no other choice but to, um, to look at it and say, you know, with, in, in all honesty, we cannot refute these audits. We cannot deny the fact that something, something that there was some illegal hanky panky going on, and rule in favor of Trump being put back in the White House because he 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 won the election. We know that because how do you get in upwards of 75 million votes and all of a sudden because remember what happened on election night when the polls closed he was riding high on 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 the vote tally and then all of a sudden overnight it just nosedived that's impossible Something was done to make that happen, and we know what was done. So these audits, combined with all the affidavits, the evidence, the biggest hand slap in the history of America will come in the form of Donald Trump being sworn back in as President of the United States. Now, whether they give him extra time I, don't, I doubt that's going to happen. I'm going to be honest here, because it's the only way I can be. I don't honestly see that happening. But he could still accomplish a lot. And that includes and not limited to signing executive order after executive order, overturning everything that Biden did. And if, it, if, if, if doing that is not necessary, if, in fact, he, did, he, he stole the election and it was a fraudulent election, it could very well lead to the, all those executive orders being null and void because they were signed by an illegitimate, illegal, pre, illegal president, thus making everything he signed null and void. Now, that's a possibility. I'm not saying that it can happen that way, but it's a possibility. So let's look at the reality, fellas. Let's say for the sake of discussion, all the key battleground states audit the election and find that Trump, in fact, won the election. And it goes to the Supreme Court, and they find in favor of Trump. The reinstatement could happen as early as August, depending on the Supreme Court and how long they dilly-dally with it. 
But something as important as this, I would think they wouldn't waste any time. Gunslinger, let me start with you on, on this question, on, the, on this question of the, for the discussion. Just as you said a while ago, nothing is impossible. It could. I mean, it would be a first, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, no doubt about it. that. I don't think it's ever happened in the country's history. But it's, it's not like it's impossible, Okay. That would be the legal and fair way to do things. You know that. Everybody knows that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But since they're not playing full deck, they're going to try everything in their power to keep Trump out because they, he is a he's not a thorn in their side. He's a goddamn sword going all the way through their side. Okay. <clears throat> through the left side. So, I mean, something. Like I said, if we don't do something about this, it, it's going to go down in history as the year of the president that was cheated. And like I said, why do we have a government if it's not, if you don't have an honest and true election and the fair person wins by the majority of the vote, if he got the majority of the vote, there's no doubt about that. Okay. I, and I hate to give credit to Democrats. Any Democrat, but you remember that uh, Comrade Clinton, Hitlery, she succeed, or succeeded the election. She called him up, said, "You won." So she actually basically gave up. Remember, she had the party already planned and had the fireworks already out there on the boat in New York Harbor and all this bullshit, and those fell through. And just like this one right here, mm-hmm. Joe Blow could be out there sinking in the boat too. <laughs> then that's the way it should be. And I'm still forgiving him another year because of the bullshit. Just a just a bitch slap him in their face. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But that's if it was run one hundred percent fair, like the founding fathers, you know, stated that it should be, then that would be the fair thing to do. You give the man an extra time for the trouble that they caused. I mean I would okay because I'm a, I'm a fair person. I'm not a rotten, down-load, cheating, low-life, dumb-fuck Democrat. Okay? I do the, the right thing and the fair thing. And I did that even when I was in business for ten and a half years. I didn't cheat out nobody. I did the right thing. Now, if you deserve to have your ass kicked out of my office, well, by God, I got a fucking uh, cowboy boot big enough to do it. Okay? <clears throat> but if you didn't, I'm going to give you a fair chance. I'm going to give you, you know, yeah, sure. You know, that's the only fair thing to do. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> well, here, here's 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 something to also look at. Okay. Think for a moment about the the fact that you know it's it's been six months since Biden was sworn in as the illegitimate president. Now they they could they could conceivably only give Trump an additional six months in office, maybe. There's no there's no guarantee of that. But even in a shortened uh, second term, Trump can do amazing things for this country. 
as he's pro- as he proved in the four years he was in the office the first time. Okay. One of the one of the stark realities is that. Oh sure, the, the, the Democrats could try and stop him, but look at what they the, 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 look at all their failures. Yes, in the Congress they managed to get impeachment votes, but when it came to the Senate trials, two sen, two Senate trials, and he beat their ass each time. They found that they could not do anything to stop him. So they had to steal the election to stop him. Now they're finding out they can't cheat to steal the election because with all these audits, once decertification happens, it's going to lead to a reversal. Now, unfortunately, winning the popular vote and having all the votes that he that he that he gained, that he that he that he that, that he that he got, doesn't really mean anything because now the question becomes: Okay, reinstatement to the to the Oval Office. They're still going to have to go through the Electoral College with all of this. Well, now that. Is called that could be called into question. Think about that, guys. Now the electoral college could turn around and cement his his victory, or they could torpedo it. But I doubt they'll torpedo it because the votes he would have the votes necessary for the electoral college to put him in place. So this is all right now kind of hinging on all these audits right now. And I suspect that the key battleground states and even states that aren't key battleground states are going to start auditing their elect, the election in their states. And with the defeat of the For the People Act, the Democrats got a kick in the ass so big that the, that the Texas-sized boot is stuck up their asses and it has to be surgically removed. So it begs the question, it begs the question, can Trump prove victorious? I believe he can. I believe that these audits will prove beyond any reasonable doubt the election was fraudulently stolen. And it will bear out all of that, which, which in my humble opinion would be the, 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 the biggest slap in the face to every Democrat that has ever tried to destroy this man. President Trump recently said, and I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but he recently stated 
that he never conceded the 2020 election. And he didn't. He never conceded. So, there's that little tidbit to throw in there. He never gave a concession speech of any kind. What does that tell you, fellas? What does that tell you, Mike? Right. And look, here's the here's the thing. I, I want I want to say about something about a little bit of history here. A lot of Democrats believe the biggest mistake that uh, Al Gore made was conceding the election. That's how come you saw Mrs. Clinton basically take back her concession. You know? So, then there's that. But yeah, you're right. He never conceded, and rightfully so he never conceded, because everybody, everybody knows he didn't lose the election. Everybody knows it, and he knows it. And, and I, I, can, I can even say that probably the the Supreme Court, even though a lot of those lawsuits beforehand, I mean, were thrown out, they didn't rule on, they said, well, you have no standing. They didn't rule on the merits of those particular cases. They said, well, you don't have any standing. Well, the problem is, how do you prove that, that they don't have any standing? But that's, that's, that's an argument for the past. What we're talking about here is when and if he can get back in. And hey, we have let's see, we this is the end of June, right? So July, August. I mean these 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 uh these other audits have to if the if the time if the time uh, the timing is for him to be back in office by August or by the middle of August, whatever. That's what a lot of people are uh, saying on the uh, online is August. Right. If that's then these other audits have to get have to ramp up relatively quickly and be finished probably by I don't know July 25th, July 26th, you know, something like that. That's that's doing it really quick, you know. And we saw how we saw how long it took for the Arizona audit and how long it's taken for the Georgia audit to kind of get started, you know. So that time frame may not be a true time frame. He, he, he might get back in office. It might not be until, I don't know, November, you know, because of the timing of when these other audits are going to start, right? So and how long how long these other states Pennsylvania uh you know you know all these other states have to there's a time crunch here if you get what I'm saying George and so mm-hmm. uh when will when will it take place when will these other other states place how long how long will they take to take to get them done and can they get them done in that time frame to get them into Back in the office by, you know, no uh, August. Now, 
my feeling is, yeah, the August, the August thing is a little optimistic. I mean, he could, by the end of the year, by, hey, hell, let's go November 3rd of this year, you know? Give them, give these state, other states time to get their orders done and done in the right way that you can't argue with them, you know, that, that the Democrats won't be able to argue with them and then take them to allow the Democrats to take these states to court and be slapped down in the courts. And thus, by that time, it's November 3rd and he's back in office. Well, guess what? It comes right back around to when it started, November 3rd. There you go, George. To a November election. Back to you. Well, yep. let, me, let me also point out that, that while people online are, are talking about possibly August uh, being a reinstatement time frame, the, rea- the, the realistic, to, to, to be very realistic in the view here, um, each, all of these states have to have the time necessary to go through these, these ballots as carefully as humanly possible. Okay, because think about this, okay? If they rush through it, mistakes can be made. So they can't rush these audits through. So the, the, the realist, realistically, August, while uh, an optimistic view, is not a realistic view. It may not happen until after November, Okay. Because let's because you got to give all these states the time necessary to count these ballots, and it takes time. Look at how long Arizona has been doing this, this audit of theirs. Okay, it's been going on for a couple of months or more. Okay, and other states sending representatives to view how it's being done and everything else. That tells you a lot right there. So a lot of these states are now looking at, okay, so now we're going to start auditing the election in our states, okay? So if, if say, Washington State, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and any other key battleground state that's, that, has, that, that has to do an audit starts their process, now... Other states that are not key battleground states, but Biden won, can also start auditing their elections, the election process. So it's going to take time. The realistic point of view here is August, while while a, a wonderful thought in the speaking, is not realistic in the actual thinking. Because it's going to take months. It's going to take months to get this all done properly. And I cannot, in, good, in all good conscience, sit here and say, well, yes, they'll ram through with these audits and, and Trump will be back in office. No, I cannot say that. And I'm a Trump supporter. Okay, I voted for the man twice. I have to remain very, very clear in, in, in what I say. While I want to see President Trump return to the Oval Office, I have to 
give to the reality that each state that audits the election must be given the time necessary to do it properly, correctly, soberly, and carefully. Because to rush through these audits would be a serious mistake. Um, Now, Cherokee Rose says, sadly, I do not think he will be back in this term. Well, he may not be back in, say, this year, but if, if, if if the election is decertified, if these states decertify, and then it goes through the process of the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court says, by all the preponderance of evidence and so on, so on, blah, 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 the audits and so forth, this audit was 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 fraudulently was fraudulent. It was stolen. Therefore, President Trump was the clear winner of the 2020 election. Now, once that's accomplished, as I said, you're still going to have to see the uh, the Electoral College come into play at some point, unless the Supreme Court rules that the, the Electoral College is not necessary bec- due to the uh, illegal maneuvering by the Democratic Party. So a lot of factors are going to play into this. A lot of, a lot of factors are going to play into this big time. So I, 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 you know, I, I remain hopeful, but I also have to remain um, objective because the the stark reality is while we we would love to see this happen it has to happen when it's meant to happen the american people talking on social media about august being the reinstatement date that's a wonderful uh, hopeful optimistic view but remember reality must take precedent. I applaud the American people for for their their sincere desire to see him reinstated, to see this whole nightmare overturned and and gone once and for all, and the Democrats getting a Texas-sized boot up their ass for it. But right now, we just have to take the process as slowly as possible because any mistakes made and we will not see Trump reinstated. And even <clears throat> Turkey Rose agrees with me, August is unrealistic. So it's, it, while it's a hopeful view, it's not a realistic view. All right. Well, here, Let's move yeah, along yeah, here. Yeah, something with this real fast. Go ahead, Just real fast. When I said August, I didn't mean it was in concrete. That's just what I've heard. Hmm. Whether, that, whether that happens or not, I don't know. That was just a maybe. That's just a target date, but most of the time, the target dates are not met. But remember, Trump didn't concede. Okay, I think Trump knows. I think he knew right then he was going to lose to cheating. That's why he didn't concede. So now it opens up all kinds of cans of worms, and it's doing it right now. I th- he. Trump, Trump is a man with a plan. That that smart motherfucker has got a plan. 
Okay. We may not be privy to it. Not yet. Okay. But I guarantee you, Trump is no dumbass. He wouldn't be a multi-billionaire, and he's a dumbass because his money didn't get handed on to him on a silver platter. He had to work for it. I mean, a real estate. Okay. So that man's smart. Okay. He's smarter than the average bear. In fact, so there's, you know, it's like George Papard always said, I love it when a plan comes together. I think he's a man with a plan. Somewhere down the line, we're going to see it. Go ahead. Well, only time will tell, my friends. Only time will tell. All right, moving right along. Do you guys remember when the IRS was used to to attack uh, Tea Party? I believe it was the Tea Party at the time. Damn. Well, they're at it again. Only this time. That's for a second. <laughs> the IRS, according to the Washington Examiner, denies tax-exempt status to a Christian nonprofit group because, brace yourselves, America, Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party. <laughs> Let me read that headline again before I read the actual story here. The IRS denies tax-exempt status to Christian nonprofit group because Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party. (laughs) The Internal Revenue Service has a few screws loose. Good Lord. Hold on, America. Hold on. Listen to the the story here before you comment, because you're going to want ammunition to work with. Now, the Internal Revenue Service denied a Christian nonprofit group tax-exempt status because the Bible's teachings are typically affiliated with the GOP and its candidates. Specifically, you educate Christians on what the Bible says in areas where they can be instrumental, including the areas of sanctity of life, the definition of marriage, biblical justice, freedom of speech, defense, and borders, and immigration, U.S. and Israel relations. Read a letter from IRS Exempt Organizations Director Stephen Martin to Christians Engaged, a nonprofit group excuse me, seeking tax-exempt status. The Bible teachings are typically affiliated with the Republican Party and candidates. This, dis- this disqualifies you from exemption under IRC Section 501c3. Christians Engaged, which bills itself as educational, Christian, and nonpartisan, says its goal is to awaken, motivate, and empower ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation and our elected officials regularly. Vote in every election to impact our culture and engage our hearts in some forms of political education or activism for the furtherance of our nation. The group promises to teach Christians how to civically engage as part of their religious practice. But 
makes clear that it does not promote a specific party or candidate. But the IRS pointed out to the group's leadership, which has members that have been heavily involved in Republican political activities in previous years, the rejection letter also accuses the organization of engaging in prohibited political campaign intervention and operating for a substantial non-exempt private purpose and for the private interests of the Republican Party. The First Liberty Institute, which is representing Christians engaged, responded by sending an appeal letter to the IRS claiming that Martin mischaracterized the organization while violating its First Amendment rights. From its religious perspective, Christians Engaged provides nonpartisan religious and civic education, focusing on encouraging and educating Christians to be civically engaged as part of their religious practice, the appeal reads. Mm, excuse me. Leah Patterson, who serves as counsel with First Liberty Institute, argued that, that the IRS could use the same justification to shut down any number of Christian nonprofit groups currently active in the country. If the IRS, going forward, thinks that Bible teaching is Republican-affiliated, then that could endanger the tax-exempt status of many religious organizations, including potentially churches, which obviously teach the Bible with some frequency. Patterson said in an interview with Breitbart News on Saturday. Patterson further pointed out that the IRS has allowed tax-exempt status for other similar organizations in the past, including a nonprofit group started by former First Lady Michelle Obama. Hmm. Yeah, right. Called we, When We All Vote. To change the culture around voting and to increase participation in each and every election by helping to close the race and age gap created by Michelle Obama, when we all vote, brings together individuals, institutions, brands, and organizations to register new voters across the country and advance civic education for the entire family and voters of every age to build an informed and engaged electorate for today and generations to come. We empower our supporters and volunteers to take action through voting, advocating for their rights, and holding their elected officials accountable, reads that group's mission statement. Denying tax-exempt status for Christians engaged while recognizing the exempt status of other organizations who encourage civic engagement from different viewpoints demonstrates the IRS's impermissible viewpoint discrimination, Patterson said in the appeal letter. Patterson also argued the IRS was breaking protocol by assuming a Bible-centered group is aligned with Republicans, pointing to Joe Biden's Catholic beliefs as an example of biblical teachings holding weight in the Democratic Party. The IRS states in an official letter that biblical values are exclusively Republican. That might be news to Biden, who is often described as basing his 
political ideology on his religious beliefs, Patterson said. Patterson said that the hope is the IRS will grant the appeal and allow Christians engaged to operate as tax-exempt, but promised the group was prepared to take the fight to federal court if forced to do so. Our clients hope is that they get approved and recognized as a 501c3, Patterson said. So once again, the IRS is trying to politicize a Christian organization and make a statement. They made a statement that this that, that this group is for is Republicans. Is for the Republican Party and all this other nonsense. And look, I'm an ordained minister. Okay, I could easily start a group tomorrow and call it the For the People organization and get accused of being because of my because of my conservative values and beliefs politically be accused of siding with the Republicans and supporting Republican candidates and so forth. So if I tried to apply for tax exempt status, uh, you know, for my organization, oh, slap on the hand. No, no, bad, bad minister. No, you can't do that because you are for the Republicans and Republican candidates. In all my years, I have never seen a more pathetic attempt by the Internal Revenue Service to do such an asinine, ridiculous thing. I mean, I thought what they did previous was bad. And you'd think they would have learned from their stupidity. And for a long time, they kept quiet. Now, all of a sudden, they're at it again because the Democrats have somebody illegally in the Oval Office. <laughs> okay, nice try. No cigar. But when the, when the IRS denies a Christian nonprofit group tax-exempt status because the Bible's teachings are typically affiliated with the GOP and its candidates, no. The teachings of the Bible are for everyone. Bible teachings aren't for just one political party over another. No. Bible te- the Bible does not say, Thou shall only be... Bible, Bible teachings are only for the Republicans and no one else. No, it doesn't. There's no, you'll never find that in the Bible. And I challenge anyone to find it because you're not going to. So look, you want to sit there and act like a bunch of, a bunch of idiots, IRS? Keep going the way you're going. You've already proven that, you're, that, that your, your baseless claims in the past got you in big trouble. 
this one could land you in federal court, and you could end up getting sued so deeply that it could cost you heavily. Like I said, Bible teachings are not typically affiliated with any political party. The teachings of the Bible are for all the people, regardless of political, political affiliation or anything else. And I'm not speaking as a journalist right now. I'm speaking as a minister. God doesn't give a rat's rear end what, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. Couldn't care less if you're right to life or my rent's too damn high party. The simple fact is, the only thing God cares about is your immortal soul. Period! Exclamation point. Okay. I'm going to step off my soapbox now. Um... Gunslinger, let me start with you on this one. Well, overall, the IRS should be abolished. Okay, they have become what the brown shirts in Nazi Germany was—the dictator's private army—and they are a private army. They got their own police force. They got their own. I think they even have their own SWAT team. If that's not a brown shirt Nazi organization, I don't know what you call it. Okay. Until you get fucked by these bastards, my dad did. We lost five acres of our land because of them cocksuckers. Okay. And through bribery and through uh, intimidation, uh, inclusion. It's it, you know my dad the county guy didn't do the books right, but anyway. And the taxes were like $12,000 that he owed. And by the time their little um, penalties and all this shit was a hundred and some thousand dollars. But they made such a deal. You sold the uh, land to the school district, and I think they were in collusion with that too. Uh, we'll, we'll forgive you this time. <laughs> you want me to bow down and kiss the king's ass? Don't think so. So until you get fucked by these son of bitches, and that's exactly what they are, they are crooked. They are. Show me the Constitution where it's where the IRS is constitutional. It's not. The IRS is not constitutional. So anything they do is really unconstitutional. But they have the ability to make their own law. They can make their own law. They can go in there and seize your bank accounts. They can seize your house, your property and throw your little slave off ass out on the street. And they've done it. So regardless of whether it's religion or, or you know, they, they're, they're like a cancer. They, they spread. They want to control and consume everything that they can get their fucking little corrupt hands on. And they do. <laughs> they do. So, yeah, I'm, I'd be all in, in for abolishing the IRS. Why do we need them? What good did they What good have they done since day one of their existence? I can't even, I can't recall nothing. Good. Well, it just so happens I did, while you were while you were speaking, I decided to do a quick search on when was the IRS founded. The IRS was founded on July first, eighteen sixty two. 
1862, it was founded. Okay? So, not even 100 years after the Declaration of Independence was signed and the Constitution was ratified and all that good stuff, um, the IRS was founded. But like Cherokee Rose pointed out in, on, on Twitch, The IRS is dirty and has been politically weaponized. And I I think it was politically weaponized even before Obama got in and 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 held the the country as as well as the presidency hostage for eight years. So the political weaponization of the IRS has been going on for, for years and years and years. But yeah, they were, it was founded on July 1st, 1862. Uh, let me see if I'm uh, doing the fuzzy math on this, and I'm just doing this off the top of my head. That would make it 159 years old, I think. I'll have to do the math correctly on a calculator, but uh, I'm I'm guessing here that it's 159 years old. And <laughs> uh, uh, a viewer on uh, D Live says the IRS is a joke. <laughs> Tell me about it. With since it's been politicized and it's been turned into a political weapon, yeah, very much so. Mike. Yep, it has been turned into a political weapon. And as long as the Democrats, you know, this is another thing that they need to be slapped down for because they're the ones that did it. I mean, yeah, it should never exist. Okay, I get that, right? But up until a certain point, it was never used this way. It was never used as a political weapon. Yeah, people hated it because the one of the big uh, American pastimes is finding ways to avoid taxes, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but, yeah, they need to go away, and they need to go away. And really, it really got... It really ramped up. Yeah, it might have been created in 1862, but it really got ramped up when the income tax and the Federal Reserve got passed in the early 1900s. That's when when it really got ramped up. And then you saw, you know, we got to get all this money and all that. And then, of course, historically what they did with the taxes and the the illegal booze and stuff like that, you know, the the moonshiners, you know, and all that stuff. So, yeah, it needs to go away because it's been turned into a political weapon, and it really shouldn't have been turned into a political weapon. Back to you, George. Oh, agreed. It shouldn't have, and unfortunately it was. 
and you know when when you when you when you see how 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 dangerously they've um uh destroyed people's lives you know they've audited people that never cheated on their taxes they've audited people for for owing even so much as a penny in taxes and it's it's sad it's a it's a sad commentary of of what what that uh that that out that uh Office has done, but I'll, I'll I'll say this for the IRS. While it is a political tool that has been weaponized, it truly, uh, in the beginning, from its founding in 1862. Uh, was not weaponized. It was not politicized. <laughs> the viewer on D Live says, A green light is lit up on the phone behind you, George. That's probably a telemarketer. <laughs> it's probably a telemarketer. Um, but, you know, I, I have to say that, you know, with all of the politici- with all of the, the components of the federal government having been weaponized over the years, and it's sad that I have to say this, the American people have not fought back and said, what the hell are you doing? You know, what are you going to do? Well, we have just about run out of time here on this broadcast. We will go into a tiny bit of overtime on Blog Talk Radio, but we're still live on all the other platforms, Mixler and the video platforms. But I want to give my callers the opportunity for their final thoughts, as always. And before I do that, Acknowledge all of the people watching and listening uh, tonight, including and not limited to, and I'm probably going to screw up the name on this person. Uh, Gunslinger is here. Yes, Gunslinger is here. Uh, Sova King you want. I'm not sure if that's the way it goes, but... Or so faking you want. I'm not sure how how that name goes, but is watching by D Live, Cherokee Rose, and uh, I, I forget who else is over there on Twitch watching. And of course, Gunslinger and Mike here uh, from their respective locations in, in Louisiana and Texas. Um, so. Thank you all for for tuning in. And now, as always, time for final thoughts. 
starting with you, Mike. Go for it. I just have one final thought, and that is this. And we pretty much established this forever on this show, that Democrats are dumber than a box of rocks, and that's insulting to the box of rocks. Back to you, George. All right. Gunslinger, final thoughts from you. Gunslinger? Ooh. I was oh, muted. Gun. I'm here. I was fucking <laughs> muted. I had the little window slid off the screen almost, and I didn't. I forgot that it was muted. And, but anyway, oh, with everything, you know, you know, I pulled a George. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, with everything that's going on today, you know, this um, – it seems like society has gone bonkers, okay? <clears throat> Completely bonkers. Okay. Uh like I said, we went over uh, the Dakota Corral is like fifteen miles from here. It's over in a place called Arlington, Texas. And guess a, a t shirt that came in the door, guess what it was saying? Black Lives Matter. You know who was wearing it? That's a holy shit. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, this stuff is getting um, completely out of hand, okay? Thank God September 1st is, is coming up just in a couple of months, okay? Because I plan on getting a Trump 2024 hat, and I plan on wearing it when I go out. That makes me a target. And I'm white. Makes me another target. But at least I'll have a <coughs> defender on my side. And unfortunately, it's gotten to that point in today's world. It's sad. Uh, nothing I can do about it. But majority is the Democrats' fault. So, you know, thank a Democrat for what you're seeing out here today because they're the one that caused it. Go ahead. All right. Now, <clears throat> before I render my final thought here, guys, uh, the person watching on D Live is Rob, Suzette's husband. Uh, apparently, he's been working late, and I asked him if he would be tuning in tomorrow night and even call in. And he he says, "Been working late, and yes, I will." So I look forward to to having to have Rob join us tomorrow night, and uh, it'll be nice to to have him here. It's been a while. Be nice to have both him and Suzette here. Definitely been a while. I hope they'll come back more often. I really do. Because they're missed here. They are. Folks, as I've pointed out many times, I'm a Trump supporter. I voted for the man. I have my Trump hat, which sits on my desk on the, uh, on the shelf up here. Uh, as part of my rather extensive little collection of coffee mugs that, 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 are, that are not used as coffee mugs, just uh, decorative. But that hat is more than, more than just a collector's item. It's 
it's a reminder that President Trump, the election was stolen from him. These audits that are happening in, in Arizona and hopefully will start very soon in other states will happen in quick succession. But let me be clear. These audits must take the time necessary to, 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 tab, to, to go through them carefully, to find irregularities and so forth, like the Arizona audit has been doing. And bottom lining it, while it's, it, it's, it's, a, it, it's hopeful that he will be reinstated, that this election will be turned against the Democrats because they cheated. You know that old saying, cheaters never prosper? Well, guess what? They're finding out. They're not going to prosper for very long. Yeah, they may have gotten away with it for now, but these audits could end up leading to decertification and the Supreme Court saying Trump legitimately, legally won the election. And hopefully that leads to his being sworn in as president, as the legitimate president of the United States of America. As for the IRS... I remember back in the day when I was working, I would, because I was single and no dependents and all that stuff, doing my taxes, I used the easy forms, both state and federal. And I'm no mathematical wizard, but with calculator, pen and paper, I did my taxes. I've never been audited, never once cheated on my taxes. I took the deductions that I was legally allowed to use, and I did everything the right way. But the politicizing of the IRS, the politicization and weaponization of the IRS over the years proves that the government of the people, for the people, and by the people is being corrupted in every facet of, of the government and we see it time and again as to the For the People Act I am very pleased to see that that was shot down because had it passed in the Senate it would have made an illegal election a legal one it would have made ballot harvesting legal. It would have made it possible for convicted felons to vote before their sentences were completed. I am glad this went down in flames. Our elections must be protected. I agree with that wholeheartedly, but it must be protected from those who would dare to use it 
by cheating their way through it. And if these audits prove beyond any reasonable doubt, as Arizona is proving, that Trump was cheated, that the election was fraudulent, and Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and the Democratic Party was behind it, then it is my opinion that something needs to be done legally to hold these Democrats that were, be, that were responsible for the stealing of an election accountable. That, I firmly believe, must happen. And let's not forget, if For the People Act had passed, it would have also allowed for dead voters' votes to count. It would have allowed for people who told the Board of Elections in the state they moved from and told them, take me off the voter rolls, I no longer live in that state, to be kept on the voter rolls and their vote used and legal. So they would legally be able to vote in two different states. Now, I am truly glad this For the People Act went down like a ball of fire. Well, that's it for this edition of Firefox News Online. My thanks again to everyone that tuned in and all of you watching and listening by archives. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. It is my hope that you will tune in again for the Wednesday night edition when we will do this all over again. Please, if you like what Firefox News Online presents, if you want to see this broadcast continue, you want to help keep it on the air, there's a way to do that. You can't take this off on your taxes. I don't, ha- I, I'm, I don't have the ability to do that. But your donations to help keep this broadcast alive are most appreciated. Go to paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline. That's paypal.me slash firefoxnewsonline and help keep Firefox News Online alive and well. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And to uh, Rob, watching on DLive, Porky Pig? It's part of, he's part of the outro, which, by the way, is coming up right now. From the Firefox News Online headquarters in New York. Good night, everybody.